Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jimmy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, September the 27th, 2020. Hopefully, it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. Before I pop into today's episode, just a reminder, our 28-day intermittent fasting for fat loss challenge is kicking off here on October the 5th. We actually closed on the registration on October the 3rd. So you have about six days from right now uh, to register if you're interested. Again, fasting, if you guys have listened to me for any amount of time, is the exact way that I've been eating for well over a decade now at this point. I am, uh, I'm getting old for sure. And so I'll share with you exactly what I do every single day. I'll walk you through all the progressions that I've had in the fasting world. And then we do have a couple of kind of preset options for everybody. So in case you want to fast every other day or if you need to do kind of the eat, stop, eat pattern, the goal is to help you find something that fits your lifestyle and your goals so you can feel healthy and happy. And I've said this before, I don't want to say fasting has changed my life. I mean, it's changed my life, I guess. I don't want to say it's saved my life, but it's one of the top three things that have made me this healthy and this productive and made me feel this good. Overall, um, the way I was eating before just wasn't, you know, aligning with my goals and the way I was feeling. And I just felt like that eating every couple hours wasn't for me. So that's how I stumbled onto this. And, and once I started, uh, I felt like a different human. I've never looked back. And I have to attribute a lot of my, you know, productivity and the simplicity of my life uh, to fasting. And, and that's why we created this program so I can share with all of you guys and then just educate you, obviously, on. Not just fasting in general, but like eating real food, macronutrients, micronutrients, and everything in between. So if you guys are interested, uh, I'm happy to share a small podcast discount code with you guys uh, to make life a little bit easier. Again, the link's in my Instagram bio. It's going to come out on the newsletter every single day this week, all the way until Saturday. And I believe the site itself is uh, jeremyscottfitness.com slash intermittent-fasting if you want to check out the entire page there. So uh, admittedly... This podcast is probably more about me than it is for you. I actually have a brand new podcast set up here. I'm not filming the first one on YouTube because I'm just trying to concentrate on all the monitors here and so I can get my get my life together. Uh, big shout out again to uh, Jenna Gribble who came out here uh, to help me with this podcast setup. We have these super sensitive mics here. Uh, we got the Zoom recorder here. Uh, we got the head amps on. Everything is, is kind of set up and in place, so hopefully I can figure out how to load it. And uh, when you guys are listening to this, you'll, you'll know I figure it out. Otherwise, it'll sound terrible and you'll tell me I'm an idiot. So uh, big thank you to her. And I still remember when they, her and Lindsay came in here. Uh, their podcast is the it's the Get Your Shit Together podcast, which is an amazing title, by the way. Uh, and I was a guest on their podcast almost like two years ago, which is crazy how, how fast time has been flying. And I remember they showed up. They had a similar setup to, to what I got. I basically, you know, asked them what they do, and then we, we parted some stuff together from, from another podcast. But they had this whole professional setup. It sounded super crispy. They had the mics, all this stuff. And when they were leaving, like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I turn on my iPad, and I just ramble. And, uh, I mean, it worked uh, for a while. Obviously, I've graduated beyond that, and we have mic setups here now. But this is, this is the next level, and so this definitely, it sounds good to me right now, so hopefully it sounds good to all of you guys, so I have to thank them, and I will get both of them on, because they'll be, uh, they have a, a lot of great stuff to share, I gotta f block off a couple of hours, because I think that'll be a longer uh, episode when they come on, so we'll title this uh, Jeremy's, you know, Sunday Rambling, or, or Jeremy's Rants, or, or whatever it may be, but um, 
I just wanted to share a couple of things that I have personally been listening to and hearing from other people and then just share uh, some things on perspective because I think it's always nice to realize, you know, how awesome your life is and how blessed you are even when you're sitting in the middle of a, you know, a dumpster fire uh, or a, a shit show as, as 2020 has been for a lot of us. But uh, there's still things to, to look look at on the bright side. I think I, I try to, if I can here, spread as much positivity as possible without, you know, shooting rainbows and sunshines straight up your ass. I want it, you know, to be layered with reality. So when we share things on here, I don't want it to sound like, you know, I'm complaining or whining or bitching, and I don't want you to ever feel bad for me. But I do want to share the realness with you. Because if I just, you know, you clicked on this, and all it was was positive stuff all day, that's not realistic either, because my life is not always, you know, a, a Friday night where everything is going right. It's, you know, the proverbial, you know, Monday morning where 19 things went wrong. Although I, I believe Monday is just as magical as Friday. You guys know where I'm going with it. But I was listening to uh, just some stuff. Uh, Dave Ramsey was sharing some stuff. Rogan has some stuff on there. And a few other people here that I just had conversations with. And you already know my take on the news. I'm not a, I'm not a news person. I'm not a fan of it. Now, I'm not saying don't educate yourself and don't have news sources you go to. But nowadays, man, I don't think a lot of the major news sources that I grew up with are sharing things at face value. I think most things you look at, like they have an agenda and that's crazy to think, but I, I don't know how you can watch like a, if you want to say a CNN, for example, or a Fox, for example, there's a bias everywhere you look with everything. I think even on social media platforms, now, like what we're letting go and like what we're censoring. And that's why they call it programming. I've touched on it before. Like you're, you're programmed to think a certain way and feel a certain way. And if you're talking you know, social media, if you're talking news outlets, if you're talking advertisers, these people are smart. They know what they're doing. They have an agenda and they're pushing it on you. And I think based on what you search for and what you click for, you get pixeled and targeted. And no, I haven't seen The Social Dilemma yet. My wife watched it and a lot of people here have told me to watch it. And I will get to it for sure. But I'm talking about the programming that messes with your brain in a negative way. And I think you can do that with a positive way as well. When you talk about you know, things that, you know, pixel you and, and, and target you and, and show up in your feed or show up in your, you know, suggested things that you might like. If you're clicking on things that are putting you in that track, they're going to show more of it to you. Now, I think even if you click on positive stuff, they'll, they'll send some negative things your way. But if you get on the internet and search for puppies all day, you're going to see a lot of puppies. And so what I'm saying is I would urge you to, to start searching for things that put you in a good headspace that make you feel good. Instead of wandering down the negative shithole that is the news and that is the current, you know, battle that everybody's having right now on the internet and, and saying things and doing things and, and picking sides and, you know, uh, alienating friends and family over just opinions of stuff. And I share that to share this. The news is obviously trash. But if you remember, Mike, in March and April, when we basically closed down America and I'm not here to debate, you know, what's right or wrong. Hindsight is always 2020. So obviously now looking back, I think things could have been done much, much differently. But if you remember like in March and April when the stock market just took a shit, like due to the government's reaction of what's going on. Like, so if you remember, I think the market was probably somewhere like, you know, 26, 27 at the Dow. And it just ate major shit and tanked all the way down to 17. If you guys 
invest money or have a 401k or an IRA or a SEP or a 403b or something, hopefully you understand what I'm saying with this. But the Dow Jones, I think, was up to like maybe 26 or or 27. I'm not positive, but I think it was like around 26. And it goes all the way down to 17. So it, it completely tanked. Do you remember when the news was reporting on that? Like, oh, the pandemic is here. There's a virus. The stock market is crashing. Take out all your money. The world's going to end. The dollar is going to be complete shit. You're not going to have anything. And every single company is going to cease to exist in America is done. Do you remember that? Because that was the narrative that was being shared every single day. And do you know how many people start pulling out their money at the very bottom? And if you know anything about investing in the market, when you look at it long term, it typically makes, you know, over the lifespan of like the S&P 500 and uh, the Dow, six, seven, eight percent, some people more, some people less, depending on your investments. But if you look at it over time, if you're betting on America to exist, if you're betting on companies to still hire people and work and grow and you're diversified, you're going to make money over the long haul. There's peaks and valleys. Some years you might lose 13 percent in your investments. Some years you might make 28. But over the the course of the lifetime of what you're investing in, for most of you, 20, 25, 30, maybe even 40 years, depending on how early you, you started saving for retirement, you are going to make money. But if you were to watch the news and watch all the finance shows, I don't know the ones specifically because I don't watch any of them anymore, but they were making it sound like the world was going to melt, like the market just crashed, your investments are screwed, you've lost all this money. First of all, you don't lose money on investments until you take them out. So do you understand what I'm saying here? Like if you owned, let's say, let's say it was Amazon and let's say Amazon stock went down, you didn't lose that money unless you take the money out because if the Amazon stock goes back up, you get that money and then you have even more because you just hold on to the investment. It's like if home values went down, right? Like would you sell your house instantly? No, because you understand like there's ebbs and flows and the, and the housing market is going to go back up. If your house went down $30,000, you wouldn't just sell your house because you think, well, my house is probably going to, that 30000 is probably going to come back in a year or two years. And I like living here, so I'm going to keep it. It's the same thing with the investments, but people chose to panic because the news had programmed them to be fearful and they had read so many things and then they yanked out their money at the bottom. And then what happened? The stock market came completely back. And I believe it even set a record in August, like the highest that it's ever been. So in the March kind of April time frame, when the stock market completely takes a dump, goes down to 17, and everybody is freaking out and they're yanking out their money in just, how many days later is that? 56, 57, 58 days later? Like the market's down in April, it's on in May, but all of a sudden June, all of a sudden in July, 60 some days later, the market comes completely back. Now, I'm not here to debate the stock market if it should be that high or not. That's a whole different conversation, you know, uh, of, of what it means and what it doesn't mean. And if it's, you know, a, a true indicator of this or that. But the reality is, if you had your investments in March and April and May, and they were eating complete shit, if you held on to them, take a look at 56, 57, 58, 59, 60 days later, they came all the way back and I believe even set a record in August for, you know, the, the highest they've ever been. And the reason I share that is, did you hear about that on the news? Did you hear about the stock market coming all the way back 
and your investments are right back where they were and probably even more than you had in March and April during what I consider the, the sharpest downturn, the biggest, fastest tank I've ever seen in my life. And I've lived through, uh, the you know, not obviously 9-11. I've lived through the 07, you know, 08 housing dump, and then obviously through this. And I've never seen stuff eat shit that quickly, that fast. And yet, they told you about it when the world was falling, when the world was on fire and it was terrible, but yet, did they blast it in the headlines every single day for 10 days about the market coming back? No, they didn't. And why is that? Because it's too positive. It's too amazing of a story. It's too optimistic. Because that's not going to get people to keep clicking and reading and clicking and reading and sharing and commenting and commenting. But why would you not share something so positive and so amazing like, hey, your investments came in probably like a, was it like a 30% recovery in just 60 days. So from a government, you know, reaction, our lockdown and shutdown, whatever, telling people to stay at home and suppressing things and killing consumer spending and messing with people's money. And it completely just got crushed and murdered and how bleak and terrible it was. And I'm sure they share with you the unemployment numbers and they share with you the constant layoffs and all these other things. They shared all that stuff, but they didn't share all the positive stuff about the market coming back as much because why it's too positive. It's too optimistic because, and as they say, like in the, in the news world, right? Like if it bleeds, it leads. They always share with you, you know, the murders, uh, you know, the fires, uh, when all negative stuff happens, they'll share that because they know they're getting paid off advertising. The more clicks they get, the more shares, the more comments, the more feeds, the more money's going to be funneled into them. It's panic porn. It's fear porn. And it's meant to freak you out. And it's meant to make you feel like shit because they know the negative stuff tends to get a bigger reaction from people and tends to get more shared, which it's completely ass backwards. And that's why when people ask me, well, Jeremy, like, why wouldn't you watch the news? I'm like, well, because I believe it's complete horseshit because I don't believe they're sharing enough things that make sense. And I heard Bridget Phetasy say something uh, the other day that made a lot of sense to me in terms of when you look at interactions in the news and between people. And again, this is not a a political podcast. It's Jeremy Scott Fitness, although I do believe all these things affect your physical health and mental health and emotional health. And so this is fitness related if you want to, you know, make the connection that way. At least that's how I connect the dots in my brain. And I think there's, I mean, trillions of interactions with people every single day. And I think for the most part, us humans, we're positive, you know, people who want everyone to be, you know, healthy and happy and successful and want everybody to make money and have jobs. That's what I like to believe anyway. And I think that's the case because you look around like we're all still here. We're all still existing and we can go places freely. Like when you go to the grocery store, you're probably not fearful that someone's going to come punch you in the face. That's because we have this kind of common understanding that we all want to just go in, get our food, go home, feed our families and have fun and get on with our activities. So most places you go, it's not violent every single day. Most places you go, we have this kind of unspoken agreement of like, hey, we're all living here in this country or this town or the city together and we all want to get along. And I think most interactions, if you want to like take the police route, and again, is there issues with the police? For sure. I think there's some things they could do better, like every industry. Um, 
I think if they had better training, if there was you know, better funding, if it was harder to get into, like Jocko said, he's like, if you made it as hard as like, you know, being a, a Navy SEAL, like being a Marine, if you had to go through this crazy training to be there, I think you would have a, a, a better cut of police. I think if they had less money and less training, you'd get worse people to apply for it. That's just my two cents. And what I'm saying is I think obviously there's interaction with cops every single day and they get shared on the news a ton. And it's, it's horrible to see, and it's horrible to see bad apples in like these roles where it's, it's very important for them to be the best of the best, and, and sometimes they're not, and that's horrific, and it's terrible, and you hate to see it. But I think when you look at the, you know, literally thousands and thousands and thousands of interactions per day, those don't get reported because most are positive, and they just kind of go through. And then obviously the ones that are not are horrific and awful, and then they get blasted all over the place. The point of me using that as an example is, you don't, and Bridget Fettis, said it best, she's like, you don't ever hear about the planes that land. They don't report on the planes that land because it's not sexy. It, it doesn't make news. You only hear about the, the, the planes that crash is what she's alluding to. And I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. And that's why I'm not a fan of the news and making everything seem like it's so dark and so terrible and so awful and everything is the worst and this is the worst time you know, to be alive and to be an American and everything sucks. I just think our reaction to things and like how things are being told and portrayed are being overhyped up and making us feel shittier than we need to. I think life is, is hard enough as it is. And I think, again, I've shared this on the podcast the other day, because life is so good for us and because we're not, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and the Revenant like fighting off bears and like fighting just to find food, uh, we sometimes are quick to create certain problems in our life and obviously there's real stuff that we all go through and there's real issues we're humans we're we make mistakes we err we flaw and we can always work on those and I'm not saying there isn't problems that we have to address as a society in the world but when you're getting all your information from places that aren't telling you the whole story and places that are programming you to feel a certain way and trying to push you into certain feelings and certain agendas I'm not a fan of that. So that's why I always say you have to educate yourself the best you can. Surround yourself with positive people. Have positive friends. Have positive mentors. Listen to positive things. Search for puppies. You know, what I'm saying is like just really put yourself in a position to be in a good mental headspace. And that's why I say I'm not a believer of us watching global news. Yes, be educated. That's fine. But your brain is not equipped to handle all the negative shit that's going on all the time. Because there's far more positive things happening every single day in every single community than there is negative shit. That's just my opinion. And I share that to share a piece from an older podcast that we did a long time ago that I was digging through some stuff today. I was writing email copy for our uh, fasting program. And what I was digging into, uh, I stumbled onto the miracle in the odds of us even being born as humans. And I think the original podcast I did a long time ago was titled like, what are the odds? And it just shared some basic stats that I had found, you know, statistically, you know, the probability of you being born in this era, in this time, in this location is nothing short of a miracle. The, the fact that you can listen to me right now speak from a warehouse in Scottsdale, Arizona, whatever state you're in, whatever country you're in, if you're in your car, if you have these in your earbuds, if you're working out, if you're reading, if you're just having me on as like, you know, background noise, it's a miracle that you get to live in this era and this time, even with all the shit that we're dealing with. And yes, there's always going to be problems. And 
every era of life has them, and, and we are no different. But let me explain. Take the odds of you being hit by lightning. There's a 1 in 576,000 chance that you'd be hit by lightning. That's pretty rare. Take the odds of you getting dealt a royal flush in poker as you sit at the Vegas table. 1 in 649,400. So if you're heading to Vegas anytime soon, that's pretty rare. I wouldn't be uh, you know, betting the farm on uh, getting a royal flush. The odds of you winning the lottery at $340 million is 1 in 175. Is that million? Wow, that is... So the odds of you hitting the lottery at 340 million bucks is one in 175 million. So not going to happen anytime soon unless you're extremely, extremely, extremely lucky. But statistically, it's not in your favor. Now take the odds of you being born a human being in this era. One in 400 trillion. Yes, with a T, trillion. One in four hundred trillion that's insane that my friends is a 400 trillion to one shot of you being born a human being in this era and this time that is a miracle you have to let that sink in that my friends is a miracle if i've ever seen one or heard one the fact that you're even alive as a human and you're not a rock you're not a car tire if you believe in that stuff you're not a tree you're not a fish. You're a human being who, as far as we know, is the only mammal that can have thoughts about their thoughts and that we can do all these amazing things. You you know, I, I joke all the time like I'm just a, a gorilla in the warehouse, but I can do so much more than a normal gorilla can do. I can drive a car. I can have a podcast. You know, we are so evolved and we're so lucky to be sitting in this position, yet we don't realize it. And we get so wrapped up in the wrong things and fighting and arguing and tripping out and being pissed off and angry about things that at the end of the day, they pale in comparison to just the miracle of us being here as humans. And I don't think you're here by mistake. You're here for a reason. And I think all of you have a calling and a gift that you can give to the world. And this is not some hokey bullshit. I, I truly believe that. I think all of us have this ridiculous untapped potential. Now, obviously, the ceilings are different for all of us. But I think everybody has, like, this level of greatness inside them. It just if they are willing to push themselves to be uncomfortable to find it and then obviously finding what you're good at and then running with it like this, you know, crazy-ass mentality, lunatic style to achieve everything that you can in your life. But I do believe you're here for a reason and you do have a calling and a gift. And the point of this entire thing is just stop wasting your life working and worrying and stressing out about stupid shit. That just doesn't matter. Stop arguing with your neighbors and your friends and your family. You're not going to change their minds on certain things. You can share your opinion with an open mind and an open heart, but screaming at people and yelling at them and trying to vilify them for you know, their religious beliefs or political beliefs or how they choose to live their life is not doing you or them any good. So I would focus on the things that make you happy. I would focus on the things that bring true value to your life and fill your cup on the deepest levels. 
and I'm never going to tell you guys how to live your life. That's not what this is about. But I would tell you, just stop for a second and really understand the miracle that you've been given by just being alive and just being you and just being here now. And I, I talked about it, you know, the other day briefly on the, the Lightning in a Jar podcast about if the world was shrunk down, how lucky we'd be. And you can fact check that. Some of those numbers might be, you know, slightly off, you know, here or there. But I do believe it's a gift that we're here. And you can choose to go through life and focus on all the positive stuff and all the gifts and the blessings and have real perspective and gratitude, you know, that you have two arms and two legs and you can run and you can jump and you can move and you can think and Hopefully you're lucky enough to have, you know, shelter and probably have a vehicle and have food in your fridge and have a thousand dollar phone you can listen to me ramble on about and do all these other super cool things where 200 years ago, they didn't have Netflix. They, they didn't have the internet. You know, they couldn't get in a metal tube and fly 10,000 feet over the earth and, and get from one continent to the next in five or six hours. And in a normal world, we have that capability. It is insane. And it's a gift and a blessing that we're able to do it. Yet we're focused on all this other crazy shit. And we're watching the news all day. And we're acting like these people have our best interests at heart. And they're filling us the most positive things out there. But they're not. And I think you have to really just do your best to fill your head with the things that, A, make logical sense, make you happy, and make you educated in the way that you feel is best for you. So again, I'm not knocking anybody who chooses to watch the news for seven hours a day, but in the same sentence, I haven't met a lot of people who sit in front of the TV and watch CNN and Fox for 10 hours a day and are really happy and are really healthy and don't find themselves being stressed and pissed off and arguing with people and angry. And I can't imagine they're naturally that way. I do have to think that is due to programming. And so I choose to program my life and my mind and my brain in other ways and fill my head with other information and look out the window here and see the beautiful sunshine and, you know, my beautiful friends and family and, and the blessings that I have every single day. And I'm aware of the bullshit that's out there and I'm aware of the issues and the problems for sure. But I'm not going to dwell on them and I'm not going to sit and be sick to my stomach and have anxiety and stress over things that I can't control. All I can do is worry about what happens at my house. And that's all any of us can do at the end of the day and focus on what's going to be best for us in our circle and our family and our life. And at the end of the day, when you look yourself in the mirror, if you ask yourself, Hey, did I do more good than bad today? I think that's a good day. And I think if you can consistently do that over time, that ends up being a pretty good life. So that's just my quick Sunday rant. Uh, selfishly, this is to test out the podcast audio to see how it sounds. So hopefully it's good for you guys. Um, I dinged the mic a couple of times, so if you notice it, you let me know. And again, I appreciate you guys, and I really do. I, I don't mean that. I'm not just, you know, blowing smoke up your ass. I don't think you're here by mistake, and I really do think there is a deeper reason for all of you to exist, and it's up to you to find your calling and your gift. And again, please, don't waste your, your life stressing and worrying about stupid shit that doesn't matter, and don't vilify people in your life, and don't cut them out over differences and uh, you know different beliefs just really try to be as an accepting of people as you can regardless of if they don't have every single belief aligned right with yours that's the beauty of life is that we can be different and have different thoughts and ideas and hopefully come together and, and create amazing ones as a as a group so I appreciate you guys and again just a reminder 
28 day fasting for fat loss challenge is kicking off here in a couple days link is in my ig bio you can dm me for a small podcast discount code if that makes life easier and uh, i promise you we'll only talk about positive things in there uh you know like feeling better moving better looking better and everything wrapped up in between so uh, i appreciate you guys have an amazing rest of your sunday i'll probably come on the podcast again next weekend i actually have uh my mom is in town and i have not seen her in over a year due to uh obviously all the pandemic bullshit uh, i have not been in an airplane this was her first time on a plane and i haven't saw her since i think last like last July, maybe, or something. It's crazy. And I haven't seen my dad in well over a year. It's just been a strange year, man. And, uh, you know, a lot of things have not went right for me, for sure. But uh, even with that said, I'm still very blessed to be in this position and be sitting here when I know a lot of other people are not. And so I choose to just focus on the positive things and share as many positive messages uh, with you to hopefully put you in a good uh, mental headspace. So I won't be on the podcast most of the week because she's here and I'm, we're going to take them up to uh, – Sedona, Arizona, which if, if you guys have never been, it's amazing, it's beautiful, but it sucks. Don't come here. Uh, <laughs> but just joking, it's amazing. It's uh, it's one of the, the rare places on the planet where you go and you just feel uh, different. And, and there's there's not a bad view in the house, 360 degrees all year. It's it's a really breathtaking place. And so I'm going to take them around to some of our favorite spots and some, some pretty badass hikes. And it should be a good time. And just really trying to make the most of my time with them because I know I don't get to do it nearly enough because of, you know, living across the country and, and life and work, but that's where I'll be at. And hopefully you guys, you know, make the best of this week as well, wherever you're at and what, whatever you are doing. And, uh, I thank you guys. I really appreciate you. And if you happen to be on iTunes right now, stop, don't be a lazy ass, go on your iPhone, scroll your finger all the way down, drop me a five star, leave a comment. Uh, I appreciate the honesty. And uh, if you think this podcast can help anybody you know, share this with a friend or a family member who maybe is in a, a negative headspace and needs to hear that you give a shit about them and you share this with them because you care about them and they need to hear it and you want them to hear it and you want them to break out of their funk and, you know, be the most badass, awesome version of themselves they can be with you. So you guys can all enjoy your lives together. So have an amazing Sunday and until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people and please you guys. Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.